and welcome to another edition of Testify here on Eden FM, your voice in paradise. I'm Ingrid Carly Moses and I've got a guest again this evening, a representative from Wordspread Foundation. I hope that you've had a good week. We are well into February again. My goodness, can you believe it? And that's how time goes. And especially because of that fact, we've got to realize that we have to live every day um, focusing our lives on the Lord and asking him to be part of it. And so this evening, my guest is Zandre van der Nest from Wordspread Foundation, and he's going to share um, some insights with you uh, about how we can truly glorify, glorify God excuse me, on a regular basis. So good evening, Zandre. How are you? Good evening, Ingrid. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Best and happy to be around and alive still. And uh, yes, a new month. And um, yes, I'd just like you to share with the listeners, what do you do at Wordspread Foundation? Thank you for the opportunity, Ingrid. Well, um, I am currently under the leadership of our CEO, Christy van der Skyf. And um, I was appointed as a development officer in 2019. And um, as time went by, um, like we've mentioned in some of our programs before, both myself and Christo got involved with one of our partners as well, who is our ACES International. Um, and um, yeah, I've uh, full-time got back to WordSpread from the 1st of January and I'm part of the management team. 
And most of my responsibilities is typically that of um, uh, operational uh, task that needs to happen for, for some of our projects and events, and also as part of being a facilitator for uh, the training sessions that we do with pastors. Fantastic. So, Zandro, I believe that some of the training programs that you run is the What Next program, it's the Ignite, it is the Church Growth program. And um, these programs are also have an element of testimonies that's linked to them. And this evening, that is what we're going to talk about. So, let's start the conversation. Then I'm going to ask you to share with the listeners why do we need to share our testimonies? Yes, Ingrid, no, that's, uh, that's a great topic. And I think, you know, if I can start us off with, you know, just with a reference back to Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20. And the scripture basically refers to that all believers are commissioned to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Now, when we speak about our testimonies, our testimonies are our personal story of faith. Um, and it's also, you know, used to share the good news of Jesus Christ, or as we know it in terms of a religious phrase, is to share the gospel. Um, a second, a second uh, text that I would like to, or scripture that I would like to read is Revelation 12, verse 11. And this is the New King James Version. Um, verse 11 says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of the testimony. And that is why our testimonies are so powerful and effective when we obey the command to go out and make disciples of all nations. And then just the last scripture, which is 1 Peter 3, verse 15 to 16. And it says, instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. And this verse 16 is something so close to my heart. It says, but do this in a gentle and respectful way. And that is why we can use our testimony to share the good news of Jesus, but we can do it through, through means of uh, positioning it, breaking it up into different uh, aspects. And that is what we use um, to, to share our personal story of faith so that people can identify with us because people identify with stories. Yes, and it's so important that you present these scriptures also because it's not just about us standing and, you know, boasting about what's going on in our life. It's actually scripture-based. We are, as Christians, called to share our testimonies. It is part of being a disciple. And thank you for that reminder and that references to the various verses. But I think some people find it easier, you know, to speak and to, and, and, and to share their stories naturally. How can we prepare ourselves to share our testimony, especially for individuals that are not as outspoken? So that's a very good question, Ingrid. So we as WordSpread actually have a personal evangelism course called Ignite. And in the Ignite course, we train church members or either pastors to train their church members specifically to position one's testimony. Now, we need to know that a testimony is personal and it's something um, specific to your own story of faith and each and every person's story will be different and that is what make what it makes it so unique and what we normally say is, is your personal story of faith or your story of how you went of salvation or how you gave your life to Jesus we can break that up into three parts so what we normally do is we'd either, either give a training manual or say listen take a piece of paper 
and write down um, five keywords describing the following in the following three aspects. So the first part is, how was your life like before you may, met Jesus? So an example of that could typically be uh, my life before I met Jesus was uh, a life of I was drinking a lot of alcohol. I was in pubs um, all the time. I came home late and my wife was very mad. And that is an example of how your life was like before you met Jesus. And then the second part is how did you meet Jesus? So did you go to church? Um, did the pastor preach and there was an altar call and you put up your hand and you prayed and you made a decision that day um, to follow Jesus or um, that a friend tell you their testimony or how bad their life was and now all of a sudden how good it is. Um, and then you made a decision and you prayed a prayer of salvation and you made a decision for the Lord Jesus. And then the third part is, what is Jesus currently doing in your life? Um, an example could be, um, I don't have financial problems anymore. Um, I'm feeling better about myself. My identity is in Christ, um, not in myself and in alcohol and in friends and in uh, you know, in money or whatever the case might be. So those three parts, we typically break it up and say, how was your life like before you met Jesus? Write five keywords. How did you meet Jesus? Write another five keywords that explain that, that phase or area of your life. And then the third part is what is Jesus currently doing in your life? And then you'd have about 15 keywords um, or 15 um, aspects of those three parts um, of how you met Jesus um, or how your life was like, and then also what he's currently doing. And that is a guide that you can use to share as your tenure, as a testimony, as a short and effective um, means of, of guiding you. But we'd also need to know, um, Ingrid, that, you know, skeptics may definitely debate the validity of scripture, of scripture, and they may argue the existence of God, but no one, literally no one can deny your personal experience with, with Jesus. Um, there's a saying that says your personal experience uh, with Jesus trumps ideology and opinion. Um, and that is where we know that there's great power in our stories of how we met Jesus. And that is why we use our testimony to share the gospel. And when we tell our story of how Jesus basically came into our life, how he blesses us, how he transformed our lives, how he lifts us up and how he encourages us, no one can argue with that or debate it because it goes beyond the realm of knowledge into the realm of a relationship with God. Absolutely. And it's, and it's the sincerity of that relationship and the reality of that relationship that is reflected when you tell your story. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you so much for those guidelines, Andre. Um, and dear listeners, at this point, I'm going to go to a song. I'm going to give you a moment to reflect on what Sandra said and, and listen to the song um, and ponder on, on that and think about your own story as well because we all have a story of salvation. We all have a story of how God has come into our life. And if you don't have it, then we need to pray about that and hopefully through that find your way back to the Lord. And so this next song is called Place in This World by Michael W. Smith.
Welcome back, you listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM. I'm Ingrid Carly-Moses, and my guest this evening is Zandre van der Nest from WordSpread Foundation. And so we are talking this evening about how we can share our testimonies in an effective way, how to tell our stories about what God has done for us and just the saving grace of Jesus Christ in our lives. So, Zandre, um, you've given us a nice framework 
uh, in terms of how to structure the story. But what are the important things that we need to remember when we share our testimony to people? Oh, thanks, Ingrid. That is really a great question. And I think, you know, what we need to understand is that the focus of our story is on Jesus and not on us ourselves. So if we understand that we need to do specific things when we share that, that story of faith, we would understand that we, we, we will stick to the point because our conversation and our new life in Christ should be the main point, and not, not necessarily our past. Um, I know a lot of people enjoy stories of the past, of how bad people were or how um, you went through certain things in life. But we need to understand that the focus is on Jesus and not on the story specifically. And that is why we also need to be specific um, in terms of including events. Um, what happened? We need to include genuine feelings. Why? Because people identify with personal feelings and even with um, personal insights that clarify the main point. And the main point is Jesus. Um, this also, you know, makes our uh, testimony tangible. And that is, like I've mentioned, you know, something that people can relate to. Um, the other point that I have in mind when, when we, you know, share our testimony is to be current. We need to tell people of what is happening in our life with God now, today. What is Jesus currently doing for you? Um, and then the second last thing that I could mention is we need to be honest. Um, we see a lot of people over-exaggerate and dramatize um, their life story for effect. Um, but the word is very clear that we are not allowed to share a false testimony. Um, there is no need to over-exaggerate. Authenticity is so important. And obviously, the simple truth of what God has done in our life is all that the Holy Spirit needs to convict other people, which is referred to non-believers, of their sin. And that all that is needed to convince them of Jesus' love and his grace. And then the last point, uh, which is also very important, is to listen to a response. Because when we share our testimony, when we use that three points as a guideline, and when we are current, and when we are honest and specific, and when we keep the focus on Jesus, they will most probably reply because they would be interested in what we say in terms of our story, in terms of the focus that is on Jesus. And that is their way for them to identify with us. And that is why it would be good to listen for that response so that we are able to know if we can lead that person to Jesus. Yes, wow. Such insightful guidelines that you're giving and tips that you're giving, Zandre. Um, I want to just go back to that. Don't over-dramatize. Uh, you know, that is so true because I think, you know, I can say in Afrikaans, Oskar Sterk is unplugged, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You can put tails onto the story too, you know, and it goes down Absolutely. the rabbit hole. And, and, and in actual fact, it's not about Jesus anymore. But, mm. but that being said, though, what will make one's testimony effective? I, I know you're saying speak the truth and, 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 and you know, be direct and be honest and, 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 and be specific. But what will make it more effective so that we can, can grab someone's attention that might not be interested in listening? Yeah, no, absolutely, Ingrid. I think, you know, in, in sharing our testimony, specifically with unbelievers, um, I think it is best to stay away from things like religious phrases. And there are many other things to mention. Um, but we need to understand that, you know, unbelievers and sometimes even believers don't always understand um, 
the use of many terms and expressions that we hold dear and generally as Christians. Um, and I think, you know, words and phrases that could be foreign uh, or even religious could alienate people, specifically non-believers, um, and keep them away from identifying with our personal story or our life. Um, and I think, you know, that is it's why it is important that we need to avoid to bring condemnation um, or even laying guilt on people because the Holy Spirit will convict the people and convince them for the need of change. It's not our job to convince, it's the Holy Spirit. And what we would also say, you know, in terms of just giving a guideline in terms of these religious phrases, it's, all, it's, it, it's a good idea to be cautious when we use like terms such as born again. I mean, we hear this each and every day um, in the church and we as Christians and believers understand these words um, or a word like this, which is a religious phrase. But someone who does not know Jesus would not necessarily be able to, to relate to that. And, you know, that's why we say, like, instead of using religious phrases, like, as, a, as an example, born again, um, rather replace it with something easily uh, understandable, such as I was given a new life. Um, instead of saying I was saved um, or the Lord saved me, you could rather say I found hope for life. Um, a lot of people say in their testimony, I was lost um, and then I heard the gospel um, and then I was saved. And then after that, I was born again. Um, you know, and, and people won't understand that by me, but, but by replacing the word lost into something like I was separated from God and the gospel is uh, not the gospel, but it's God's message of hope. Um, or if you want to use a word like, a word like sin um, to say instead of sin, I'll say I was disobedient to God and repent, um, which is another uh, religious phrase to rather say I decided to turn away from the world. Now, these are obviously examples which I've used now, but if you go back into that three-phase testimony in terms of how your life was like before you met Jesus, how you met Jesus, and what is Jesus currently doing in your life, and you used religious phrases, maybe just scratch it out replace it with something more understandable and identify that a non-believer would understand. Um, and if you do decide, I think, to use it, it's, it's not to say that we say we shouldn't use it. Um, we should just always be ready to explain it so that people would understand how to position it and how to basically understand what we're saying. Yes. Uh, wow. Um, I'm actually just listening and pondering and contemplating on what you're saying. And, and I, I was thinking, you know, just as you answered that question, that it is so easy to alienate people and, mm. you know, to get people's backs up when you start speaking. You know, say, oh, you start, you start to speak Jesus, you know, or you're starting to mm. just speak God, God, God all the time because it's difficult for others to, to understand where you're coming from. And so to find the language that will bridge that gap. Um, and thank you for these tips, um, certainly ones that we can apply uh, within our lives easily. I think it's going to take, you know, some practice because, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because when you, when you <laughs> speak to, to, to fellow Christians, these are the words that you use. Yes. <laughs> no, no, that's true. I think, you know, like I've mentioned, Ingrid, you know, we are so used to this in church or as believers to, you know, use these words. But if we if we use them, we should just explain it because um, non-Christians, if we need to share the gospel with them or the good news of Jesus, you see what I've just done there, I've changed the gospel to the good news of Jesus um, as an example, then we would, you know, at the end of the day, be able to 
but it would be easier to share the message, you know, of, of, of Christ. So, but I totally agree with, with what you are saying. And maybe just, I want to ask a question. How important is referencing scripture when you share in your testimony? What is your, your insight on that? I think it depends on who you speak to. Um, I think, you know, when we specifically speak to non-believers, I think when you lead them to Jesus, we definitely need to reference a few scriptures because they, there's, there's a cost to everything in life, you know, and when you need to make a decision, when you decide to make a decision to follow Jesus, there's an actual cost and there's scripture that we could reference. But when it comes to a testimony, if you want to share, you know, some scripture that it was relevant to your story it, and, and, and it makes sense, then I think it will definitely be a good idea to share it um, but specifically with non-believers who you know some people do know what the bible is some don't um, if if the holy spirit leads you i think that it's a good idea um, because that's definitely the way to go in terms of referencing uh, for scripture in in the first phase of sharing your testimony um, but but most most important is you know to be led by the holy spirit and um, to share your story and see what what the Lord does, you know, because the opportunity, the conviction comes from him and not from us. But yes, scripture is very important. Um, and, and if it's relevant to, to your story of faith, when you share your testimony, there's uh, nothing wrong by sharing uh, scripture. And once again, just be able to explain it. Um, I think that's that, that's uh, the way to go, in my, my opinion. Yes, yes, yes. And I, and I support that. Thank you um, for answering it so beautifully also. <laughs> the next song that we're going to play is called Faith Over Fear by Alana Vessels. She is a South African artist. And this song was birthed in the first year of COVID or the first couple of months of COVID. And although it's, it's, it was based on that, I think it has relevance to so many areas in our life that we have to have faith um, and, and not have fear hold us back when we share our testimonies and when we tell others about Jesus. And so uh, that's why um, this is selection, a selected song for this time in the program. So here we go. Faith over fear by Alana. In times of trouble, we seek your face. Peace unexplained. Pour out your love through desperation. Lord, cover us. A sound so new, a love so pure, we surrender our will for yours. We bow before you as a nation, cry out in prayer for our protection.
Welcome back, dear listeners. You're listening to Testify on Eden FM, your voice in paradise, a local radio station in George, South Africa. And I say that because we also have listeners from all over the world. So although this um, program is being broadcast on Eden FM, it also is recorded and published via podcast. So thank you also to the listeners that regularly tune into the radio program, as well as those that connect with us via the podcast and the feedback that we receive. This evening, my guest is Zandre van der Nes from WordSpread Foundation. And Zandre has been sharing with us some tips and insights on how to share our testimony effectively and why it is important to share our testimony. Um, as believers, we have an obligation, yes, obligation, a Christian obligation, an obligation to the Lord to tell others about him. Zandre, when we started out, I asked you what was your role, and you indicated that um, you are coordinator for various programs within WordSpread. Um, tell the listeners, what are some of the programs that you are busy with at the moment, and where they're going to be held? Yeah, Ingrid, so, you know, most of our, our program, um, you know, offerings that we currently have is the church growth program. And, um, you know, some of our listeners would, would have heard from, from our other colleagues at WordSpread um, what we do. But I think it's really a good idea to just mention this again, because we have a church growth program coming up in the Western Cape. And our church growth program is specifically for church leaders and pastors. And um, this training will be held in early March. And we thought that we might look at four areas um, in, in the Western Cape. So we'll look at the Helderberg area, the Paul area, um, the Stellenbosch area, and the Strand area for, for early March to train and equip pastors um, in our church growth program. And so how does some um, listeners then connect? Because as I said, this this. Uh, Radio program is not only broadcast in the Garden Root area, um, but also through social media. So how can they connect to yourselves uh, to sign up? Yeah, Ingrid, so we, we will definitely make our, uh, you know, uh, development officer in South Africa's details available. He is Bongani Makufani. Um, his telephone number is 74 Five two eight nine triple one. I'm just going to repeat it again. It's Bongani Makufani. He's our national development officer, and it's zero seven four five two eight nine triple one. I think something that I would just like to maybe mention is, you know, something in terms of the church growth program. What leaders can expect um, at these training sessions? So what we'll typically do is we'll arrange an event for the day um, where people come in. When I say people, I refer to church leaders or pastors. And they will be equipped and trained um, in personal evangelism in terms of the Ignite Evangelism course that we have. We will give them enough training material um, so that they are able to actually go back to their church, give the training from us, so that they can equip their church members to share their testimony 
um, in terms of, uh, you know, a possibility to grow the church. Um, and I think it's very important, you know, to be equipped to share the good news of Jesus. Um, and that is where personal evangelism comes in. And the second part is uh, we're looking at a basic discipleship model and a strategy. So we have a course called What Next? And we have a few uh, strategies and details around basic discipleship in terms of how to implement a strategy for church growth for these pastors. They will also learn a few facilitator skills. Um, so it's uh, one thing to stand behind the pulpit and, uh, you know, preach, but it's another thing to train your church members. So this is to equip the church, to grow the church in South Africa and Africa. And then the last thing, which is great and so important, we actually equip these pastors with training materials and resources. And we call it the Grow Your Church Kit. And inside that Grow Your Church Kit is a Bible for pastors. We have additional resources in terms of evangelism tools that can be used, um, all the training materials um, that they can use as pastors or church leaders to train the congregation members are in there and many more. Um, so I think in terms of the value proposition, in terms of equipping the church, when I talk about the church, I talk about the body of Christ is amazing um, because everything will be packed in that church growth kit with all the training that goes with it. And I really want to, you know, you know, uh, refer any of the, the pastors or any of the listeners who know of people who would like to be interested as a church leader to attend one of these training sessions in early March in the Western Cape to speak to our development officer, Bongani, um, so that you get more information around that. Wow, that is sounds so fantastic. I mean, all of that in, in a program and from discipleship skills through to facilitation skills and so forth. Thank you for sharing that. And listeners, I can tell you it sounds very exciting. So to our listeners in the Helderberg Pass, Stellenbosch and Strand area, here's your opportunity coming up in March. And so um, after this next song, we're going to give you an opportunity again to take down the details of who you can contact at Wordspread Foundation and a different informa and a different um, information that you need in order to know how to register. So we're going to go to our next song, and this one is an Afrikaans song, a local song by Juanita Duplessis, and it's called Koningskut. Sein Liefde meet nie, hij zal nooit van mij 
Thank you very much, Ingrid. So I think, you know, from my side, I would just like to encourage each and every listener, you know, to focus on uh, being a carrier of the good news that brings hope. And if you want to be equipped with uh, personal evangelism, or in other words, to share your testimony and lead a person to Jesus, please reach out to us, get your church involved, get your pastor involved. And if you are also a pastor and you're in the Western Cape, and if you're in any of those four areas which we've mentioned, Please contact our development officer, Bongani Makufani. His cell phone number is 074-528-9111. He is also on WhatsApp. And then also I would like to invite all of our listeners, if you'd like to become part of WordSpread, if you'd like to partner with us, we have a few set of volunteer types that you can get involved in. The first type of volunteer is, is you can share uh, your time with us. So if you have any time that you have available and you can serve in, in, in any of the areas that we have available, um, you can make contact with us as well. And I'll share the contact details just now. If you'd like to pray for us and you'd like to become a pre volunteer, please contact us as well. And then if you have any skills, if you're an accountant, if you're a lawyer, if you have any other skills that you think might be needed for a non-profitable organization such as ours, and you would like to also volunteer that skills, then I would like you to make contact with us. And then the last two items is if you would like to donate any goods or if you'd like to get involved financially, you're welcome to either email us at info at wordspread.co. It is not .za, it's info at wordspread.co. 
And then you could also visit our website, which is www.wordspread.co. It is www.wordspread.co. Or give our office a call and we can discuss any matters further. Our office number is 064 I'm just going to repeat our office number again. It is 64 5954 Thank you, Zandre, for all that information. And we certainly will be posting it on our various social media platforms, that is Facebook and Instagram being our two main um, uh, platforms, as well as the WhatsApp status for those that know my cell phone number. Um, but the Facebook page and Instagram is the, the ones where we usually connect with the public. So thank you so much, Sunday, for just making yourself available this evening. I'm wishing you and the team all the best. Thank you very much, Ingrid. I appreciate your time and thanks for having me on the show. Okay. We're going to close off with a prayer. Um, and this prayer will lead into the song, which is, actually, which is called The Blessing. And that song is actually a prayer in itself that's based on, on uh, scripture number six. But I'm going to pray now for Zandre and the team at Wordspread Foundation. Dear Father God, I thank you so much for this opportunity that we've had this evening to once again, Lord, just come before you and glorify you, Father, in sharing how important it is to tell others about you. Thank you, Father God, for um, these guidelines that's been inspired through the Holy Spirit. Um, and that is taught to believers to make it easier for them to tell about your glory, your love, and just your saving grace for us all. Please help us, Lord, to understand it, to take it in, to make it our personal mission, Lord, to become better at sharing our testimonies. Please also be with the team, Bongani, Zandre, and Christo, and all the other volunteers, Lord, in terms of the work that they do um, in ministry in the various places, Lord, where they host their programs. We trust, Lord, that you will send the right people um, that is meant to be at these events and that you will equip them, Father God, to be able to then be your disciples and to spread your word further into the kingdom. Thank you, Lord, also um, for volunteers, for prayer partners, and for others that will step in to support Word Spread Foundation in your ministry. Father God, we cannot do it without you and we glorify you and we thank you, God, for everything that you do for us. Protect the Word Spread team, Lord, in their endeavors and we trust, Lord, that you will bring the resources that they require when they need it too. Thank you, dear Lord. Amen. Dear listeners, uh, may this next song bless you and your family until we meet each other again next week. Thank you and good night. presence go before you and behind you and beside you and all around you and within you. He is with you and with you he is. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. Lord turn him.
Right and true. 